watch it. Drink it in. Hello and welcome to the Big Six podcast. Today we are joined by Tay. Hello. Ethan. Hello. Dan. Hello. And Emil. Hello. So we'll be discussing this last week's game, week's fixtures. So uh, yeah, I think best best way to start with is uh, Man United versus Villa, where they narrowly beat Aston Villa in a pretty exciting game. So uh, Ethan and Demille, do you want to take it away? Oh, I mean, yeah, it was feels like an eternity away now, but it was a massive three points. It was a very tough game because Villa, a very impressive team this season, and I think it actually shows how well we played that we only won two one, but they were also like very very good and they arguably could have got a point. So. Is a, I think I said last week that game of the Wolves game of the Saw games where you've got you know dig in and get through it and whatever you think of the penalty dodgy penalty whatever dodgy not penalty that's what don't think the you winner. care to yeah, be honest no, but um, the goal we were, the, the goal we did concede was very frustrating because if you take that out of the game I thought we were fantastic overall it was a very professional performance and that is the sort of performance that you need to put in if you're going to be up there I thought Pogba was probably the standout Pogba and again Eric by who's everybody's got to be one of the main reasons for our upturn in form. I'm not sure if you agree with that to now. Yeah, I do. Uh, 100%. Um, with Eric Bailly, um, the whole like dynamic changes, we're able to um, push up, um, um, have a high line <clears throat> um, without without um, worrying about the ball at the top because we know Eric Bailly has recovery pace. And um, we saw out Wolves where um, I think Neto could have slipped in trial way um, and Eric Bailly uh, just intercepted it. And again, um, against Villa, Villa, he was um, the hero. Uh, uh, game-winning, game-winning block um, to, to, to win us of three points. And it, it was a... Yeah, that, he threw himself at that completely. Imagine yeah, that did go in, though, after Pogba and Rashford didn't take it in the corner. I mean, that's yeah. the sort of thing we've got to brush up on. Like It's game management. Like, yeah, yeah, when you're 1-0 yeah. up or winning by a goal margin, you've just got to see the game out no matter how dirty or foul. Yeah. That's what you, what you lack, I think. Well, yeah, you're too, all, you're too all nice to in many ways. Obviously. All we had to yeah, do was run it in the corner and just hold it there. But then we There's gave like one 30 more attack. seconds left, in it? Yeah. And then... but, yeah, I don't want to be too critical, but, but if that is fine margins, isn't it? Because if that goal went in, like we're out of the tight race, like everyone's losing their edge. Mm. Such fine margins in football, and you've just got to get mm. the fine margins. It's an right. interesting one, though. You're never like out of the title race this season. Like you never really know how what team's going to win the league or even come close. Obviously, you're not sitting, which we'll talk about later on, but like. It's just it's my, my stance still stays the same. I think obviously we are in a title race, and nobody can deny that. But like, well, we go three points clear for Burnley, but I still don't think we're quite going to have enough. And I did want to talk about this quickly. Like, we still need to buy a centre back, and like, it's going to go yeah. under the radar because we're probably going to go top of the league next week. But like, again, I think Edward and the Glazers are going to let us down again because you can tell when something's going to happen because there's talk and links but it's just nothing like I'm seeing this link to one defender and like mm. you need in my opinion if you really want to have like a proper serious title charge you need a centre back a right back and a right winger I you don't have that, like a trustworthy yeah, yeah but we, we, he's we not going to be I doubt he'll be chucked in straight away like he'll think, probably after a few months maybe but I yeah. think I think Ollie wants him to be to be fair I think Ollie wants him to be in and around the first the first team um, I, I, to be honest with you, lo, lo, last season I was obsessed with getting a right winger, <clears throat> and I was obsessed with getting Sancho. Um, but this season, it's, it's it's changed because we are creating chances, yeah, like big chances as well. Um, and I know most of our attack comes from the left side, 
but I don't think attack is um, the biggest concern right now. I think, like you say, um, Ethan and, and Matt, I think centre back <clears throat> is is one of the major major areas we we need to still um, reinforce because one injury to Eric Bailly and we're back again playing Lindelof and Maguire and we all know how, how it, yeah, it doesn't work. Well, like, um, um, I just want to touch on what Matt said a minute ago. I don't quite think you need a perfect team to win the league this year because I think like whoever does win it, they're going to win it with like sub 90 points, like 85 oh, probably. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be like yeah. an impressive total. Yeah, Unless so if a team just takes it by the yeah, you the don't, it's still possible. I think in general, we obviously still need a right winger and you got lot know what I think about AWB. I don't rate him. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't think we need a perfect team to win the league this year. But we do definitely need a centre half. Like our attack has got so much fluidity and like mm. flexibility. Like Rashford's been playing brilliantly on the right, and that's yeah. like allowed Pogba's new role on the left of the three behind the striker. That which I be, think he's been playing do really you think well. That's sustainable. Like having well, maybe. the Pogba left, Rashford. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's not like we play like that all game because he drifts inside, Rashford drifts left. Like everyone just drifts around. It's like it's like um, it's Pogba basically playing the greedish role for Villa. Yeah, you know, like. Uh, yeah, he yeah. A, a, a greenish plays on the left and then comes inside. Yeah, like a creative like, wing. Yeah, yeah. But it suits him best because he has less responsibility. Exactly, and, and it still allows us to have the energy of like Fred in the midfield. And I've always said this, but we're all we can score goals. We know that. And but like the last two performances have sort of shown that we are capable in defence. And I do, I think in the state the league is in, we could be up there with the back four that we've been playing however it's whether people are going to stay fit like again Shaw's been staying fit lately but he could get injured and then I rate Tellers but throwing him in at the deep end of the title race when he's hardly played isn't like I don't get the deal with Tellers and Shaw I don't think I've seen either of them complete 90 minutes they just they get subbed off no matter how good they perform Shaw's been good this season though so like Shaw's been great, yeah. and I think that comes from competition. As yeah, well. definitely. That's why you need a right back bad because I don't think one sacks as bad as he's playing, um, but I think it's quite good against Villa. But no, I do agree. Obviously, with that. I mean, he lost. He keeps losing his man for easy goals, which is just costing United easy points. What could have done against? What are your Villa? guys' thoughts on Van der Beek? By the way, because I have no idea whether he's going to leave or I don't think his place or like... not. I can't see him leaving, but it's Obviously... just disrespectful. It, he's, he's obviously a top player and I think he's got a place in this squad going forward but it's always been with us like oh we signed this new player and he's got to be thrown in straight away like I remember everyone crying that he wasn't in the team earlier in the season especially obviously it's a bit quiet now because we're doing a lot better but like every other team eases players in like Tierney didn't play for Arsenal until like three or four it's months of an injury to be fair he was but even when he was fit he wasn't starting like and then gave it a few months and he was starting but at the moment you look at where we're playing and there's no role for him in the team unfortunately yeah, I, I, and that, that comes down to the fact that Ollie didn't even want him in the first place he wanted Grealish and he got given Donny and Donny's a good player and he will have a place in the squad in the future especially if Pogba leaves but at the moment you can see exactly why Ollie wanted Grealish but he got given Donny instead because the Glazers didn't want to play for Grealish that's pretty much what it is with him, I think. Yeah, and I think he's worth whatever you. I think. think. I think Oli views um, Donny as he can only play in the Bruno role, um, and w- whether people agree with that, um, it doesn't really matter. But um, Bruno is never going to be dropped, to be honest with you, and yeah. so Donny's always going to get limited minutes. Um, and I, I agree, to be fair, um, in in some people's stance where. They say that the treatment of, of, of Donny um, isn't that great. I, I, I think there there are games where you know 
he could have started, he could have played. Um, I mean, I, I, if you think back to um, the Villa game, Ethan, where, where he subbed on Dan James on for Bruno. I mean, yeah, that, that cool I mean, change, but I mean, yeah. Wasn't that protecting a lead against Villa? Yeah, but. Well, uh, I, I sort of got it at the time because we were getting overrun on the left. So like, I guess he sort of saw it as Dan James coming back to help out Shaw a little bit. Yeah. But no, I mean... Surely have someone more composed on yeah, the board not, yeah, so that, that ball retaining. So the last 10 minutes, when Bruno got took off, we never had anyone to carry the ball or hold Just the ball. And, and yeah, to calm it down. Donny is that guy. Donny can have the ball um, under pressure and never lose it. Um, I think, I think, like I say, there are some games where he definitely could have started. I mean, if he doesn't start on Watford... Against sure Watford, that then 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 that that that's where that's where I'll have some concerns. But I I, I agree with Ethan right now. I think just give just give it some time. I think Pogba will leave in the summer. To be fair, uh, and hopefully we'll see more more Donny. Do you not think though in the four two three one he's not really going to play in a two? Like no, he's, yeah. an, he's an intelligent player, but he hasn't. I'm not sure if he hasn't got the legs. But like he's not like Fred, is he? He's not he's not like a Fred no. type player, and like. I'm sure. He's much better. He's much better between the lines, and yeah, in your he's a creative he's like, type player. Bruno, it's not really something that you can offer him. I, d- I don't and think, like, like you said, Bruno's not getting dropped any time soon. Yeah, I think I d- he's probably he just doesn't fit in that system. Like, and it seemed like a confusing signing. Like it seemed like oh, he's really he's signing, him, wasn't it? It's just because they're uh, um, Van and Van der Sar. Sar. That was it. Stuff. It just it really it doesn't it doesn't seem like a well thought out signing at all. It's as if they've just bought him, so no one else. Well, can. that's the thing. Like, if yeah. you if you pay any attention to us, you know that that's the system we've played throughout the whole of last season and this most of this season, unless we tried the diamond. And actually, Donny does fit in the diamond, but it's clear that diamond isn't our best formation. So, like, diamond, you get just completely. Exposed. Yeah. So, to, to, be mean, fair, to be he'll fair, to be fair, he'll have a space, I'm sure. Yeah. To be fair, uh, that um, matter normally plays on the right, um, and you could you could argue that Donny could play there. If if yeah, I'm I'm thinking of like where you could play him alongside Bruno in the four two three one, maybe right on there, isn't he? huh, right footed there, isn't he? yeah, matters left foot, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a it's a difficult one. I, I think we just need to play it out more and see what happens. Well, we haven't seen matter in a while anyway, and him as an invert it doesn't work because one sack can't do anything on the overlap anyway. So I'm glad we're not seeing that anymore. But. Um, yeah, I think the problem is yeah. we've got, and it's it's a good problem to have because you can't fit Pogba, Bruno, Donny, Fred, Martial, Rashford all in the same team. Like you've just got to manage the squad, and I'd like to see him get a bit more game time. But in a system that's working, you're not going to change it just to put him in. And I think at the start of the season, you'll all remember when we were losing games and everyone was going mad. He wasn't playing, but again, we were still using the four-two-three-one, and you're not going to change the system that you want to play just to fit in a player who's just come to the club. Like he's got no right to be in the starting eleven. Yeah, like, I mean, he's not I, done anything I, to be a guaranteed start. I never, I never expected him to be a starting, um, to be in the starting eleven. I mean, I, I, we all know how talented he is, but I, I never saw him as, um, as a guy to um, come in straight, straight into, straight into the team. I, I've always thought he was a squad depth player, to be honest with you. And that, that's nothing on his ability. His ability is starting, and to, you know that that's another reason of, of you know why did we get him initially, but. It, it, just the squad depth in the midfield, especially, is, is so so good now. Um, I, I just think we need to we need to get more squad depth in in the defence. I do think though, um, like I did touch on this a minute ago, but if Pogba does go, I do think again the game against Villa proved that the idea of replacement is Jack Grealish for me. Like yeah. 
because that he is literally, he is literally playing the Grealish role at the moment. Like imagine. I love Pogba as much as anyone else, but imagine you had a front four of Grealish and Rashford on the flank, sort of interchanging, and then Bruno behind Martial or Greenwood or a new striker. Like that is a seriously good team, and I think Grealish would be a top signing for us. And do I you hope think? That's do you think like. then? Do you think then if if Pogba just so, so normally normally um, we, we haven't actually seen Pogba in the left, we, we've seen him in the two. So so if Pogba leaves, do you, do you reckon Donny could play the Pogba role? What, on the left? Of the... No, no, um, in the, in the two. two. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe, I think, in the, against a team like Villa, no, because like the legs are important, like the legs of Fred and the intensity and the energy of Fred and McTominay or whoever you want to play there is important. But I do think in a game where we're going to have a lot of ball like Wolves, yeah. do you think you could play like McTominay and Donny or maybe even Fred and Donny if we're going to have like 70% of the ball? Like... Mm. Because it's not like he he does bring energy to the team. He just brings a different like energy Beek, to like Fred. I feel like Van der Beek would be good alongside a workhorse. Yeah, definitely. He's not like a proper leggy midfielder, but if he has someone who does all the day work for him, like a Hoiberg type player, yeah, I agree for with that. example, I think. I do think good. as good but, as yeah. that depth is, we do need one more midfielder. Last time I say. Oh, are we going to talk? Yeah, are we going to yeah, talk yeah. about the penalty or not? It's a clear penalty, to be honest. No, it's um, I mean, how I it's see not, it is not a penalty at all. It is how how I see it is contact. He's gone down, he, he's bought it, rest fell for it, oh. there's contact. He's gone down over his own contact, though. About all over No, 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 no he I think it's I think it's all, to be completely honest, I think it's a fair penalty. First time I saw it, I was like, no. Sec- but then second time, I'm like, fair enough. But then when I do see some other stuff, I feel consistency and stuff. But, what yeah. I think is, if it's if the referee gives it, VAR doesn't overturn yeah. it. Yeah, this if the referee tweeting. doesn't give it, VAR yeah, but that's doesn't not good give enough. it either. Yeah, it's a lock of the jaw, really. Error, but... That's that's an actual example of a clear and obvious error. It's not a clear and obvious error if he's been clipped. Yeah, but he like, wasn't. Yeah. He, no, he, he was. was. You he need was to... No, 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 he was. No. He was. Yes, he was. He was the tiniest no, he... bit clipped, but I don't think it was his contact. It wasn't like... Down. I think it was it's... his contact against his own You could argue that. No, it was Douglas Louise. Douglas Louise's leg goes into the path of Pogba, which makes Pogba clip Douglas Louise's calf and then makes him stumble. Yeah. But that's what I mean. His Pogba clipping Louise's calf doesn't take him down. It's Pogba kicking his no, own yeah, yeah, but, but no, it's, it's him, him kicking his calf, which is yeah. led to him kicking that, that's, that's, that's how it's yeah, yeah, That's how it's been looked at twice. It's given a foul, though. It's given a foul. Look, there's no there's no two ways about it, right? You can see how Pop is about it, shielding the ball, waiting for the contact. Douglas Weeks gets too tight, takes the, uh, gives the contact on Pogba. Pogba kicks his own legs after the contact. It's a pet end of yeah, spot I don't really think there's too much spot more to on. it. Personally. And but to be fair, to be fair, I do think the same thing happened to Mane on um, Yeah, that was also a pet. Yeah. Uh, was yeah. A That's what I'm saying. Consistency is consistency's on the floor. There's no consistency ever. So, yeah, we should have had, I, I, we should I have had thought, like two or three penalties that game. I thought, no, I, I don't think. I, don't I think, think the, one the handball real penalty. The handball, I think, would have been a bit harsh. Yeah. Well, no, how can it be? Honest. How can it be harsh if the ball hits your hands? That's the rule. Nah, it's changed now. It's, it's no, modified. it changed. Pretty I, close I thought, to if it hits your, if it hits Pretty your hands, close to him. I think, the same thing happened. The same thing happened that the Yeti had uh, to Joe Gomez. They got a penalty for something even, like it was not yeah, even but half. Don't remember down at the start of the season though. What, like six games modified. ago? Six Premier League games ago? I think, yeah, I think the best way about it, though, I think the best way about it, though, is just to think about 
it all comes down to the consistency. You'll see similar ones given. You'll see that. But they're obviously, you'll be they've obviously changed their point of view, really haven't they? Like they're changing the way they look at. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would have been given at the start of the season. But if, it, if like, it's given at the start of the season, it has to be given now. Well, yeah, I, no, that, that's that's fair enough. Yeah. I agree. But I, I don't. But, well, but I think we should probably move on now and talk about Liverpool and Southampton a bit later on. Um, but moving on to United's title contenders, probably the most serious title contenders, Man City. They went to Stamford Bridge and had a very convincing victory against Chelsea. So, uh, yeah, Dan, do you want to wanna talk about it? Uh, I've been waiting to talk about this for ages. Um, <laughs> I just can't believe how well we played in that first half. The first 10 or so minutes were a bit, I wouldn't say nervous. A bit dopey, Chelsea I feel really like. Create anything. We weren't really ready for um, that No. But then after that, it was the De Bruyne chance, which he missed. It was like the start of it. Um, Gundogan's goal was. You need to start giving Gundogan praise. He's been really, um, I really give it, good. I do give him. I do give him praise to be fair. This season, um, I can't deny he's probably been. I think our top three players this season are probably not in order: Diaz, Gundogan, and Stones. Yeah. That's um, but no, like everyone was moaning about. Um, Kevin De Bruyne for missing the shot, but then he goes and gets a goal and assist anyway. Foden, oh, I don't, I don't understand why he's not starting more. He's every time he starts, he proves why he should be. He's a revelation. Got... I don't, I, I don't. Yeah, understand he's just, he's does. just a breath of fresh air. Like he gives us something new. Um, he improves any team I, in the league, to be completely honest. Yeah. Um, I prefer Sterling on the right, but I don't think he does. I think. <laughs> Because when he plays on the right, he sacrifices his goals. But we just play better as a team because um, we do prefer having left-footed left-wingers and right-footed right-wingers. Um, but I don't know. I was really surprised at how well we played considering we played with De Bruyne as a striker. But it worked he really was well. He, um, he, he did play really well. Um, I, in my piece for... Um, City Report, I gave Gundogan man of the match, but I was so close to giving De Bruyne. But Gundogan was just like, he's he's in such good form at the moment. And for some reason, it doesn't look like it's going to stop. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you want it to stop. <laughs> like, oh, I want it to stop. <laughs> no. Um, just do one bad thing so I can go back to... Yeah, having an agenda for no reason. <laughs> nah, I've never really got... I know he's never been this good like recently, but I've never really got like the full-on agenda yeah, that he's had no, against yeah, him. What like, is it, like, why, why do you have an agenda? I think, I think for me it's because he's, when he gets played as an end, he's generally not as good. I know he's been in form now, but if he plays as a holding midfielder, like in 17-18 and 18-19 seasons, when we played him instead of Fernandinho, I didn't have a problem with that because he's, I think that's where he's best because he can do those like chip through balls from like 20 yards out from the box or something and they always come off and he's really good at like breaking up counters and stuff, which is obviously what everyone goes on about Pep saying like tactical fouls and stuff like that. Um but it's when he gets played as an eight, when we've had De Bruyne and David Silva, who are just on another level to most midfielders in the world. And then we go to Gundogan, who's, for me, I know some City fans probably disagree, but for me, he's not near their level as an eight. I mean, it's that's very, it's, me. it's how high the bar is being set, though. It's not easy. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like People always moan at me for hating, they call me edgy for it. I'm like, no. 
like I admit he's a good footballer. He's just from the standard that we've got, he's not the worst, but he's lower than I am actually the really highest, on this one, which is what's like, frustrating. I've never really rated him that highly, and like, I think the, the role the role that he's playing now next to Rodri does suit him more. But I, like, yeah, I, I don't think people can say you were wrong because every time I used to watch him, I used to think like. What what is he there for? Like what? As an as like you said, as an it seemed like just, when he gets in the box, he's poor. Like he's really poor. Like I think I don't think he offers anything. Yeah. but like in the uh, double pivot, he's good. One thousand percent plays better. In the double pivot, I think it. I think Rodri hasn't been the signing we thought he was going to be. Obviously, it's hard to replace Fernandinho, but I think the reason I think he's just a different player. The reason we play. Yeah, he is definitely, but he's not as good defensively as many thought he would be. Um, but that's also helped because it now means we play with two defensive midfielders because Pep's not going to drop Rodri because he is good at um, rotating play um, and just calming it down. But then Gundogan next to him also shores it up and it shores the defence up and that's one massive thing that we've changed. But at the cost of shoring the defence up and helping Rodri, we've sacked five goals. I read, a, I read, a, piece, I read a piece on that during the Shall week. We... Um, it didn't go too much into detail, but it just basically said, um, obviously, sacrificing another midfielder has like and signing Ruben Diaz has so, um, like, tightened you up at the back. And it is just whether you can score the one or two goals to get across the line now in every game, which I'm, and it said, like, I'm, which I'm sure Man City fans will be, you know, all four really because I think people um, got the wrong idea like oh they're dry their goals are drying up their strikers aren't in form or their wide players or whatever but it's just like obviously with Rodgy I don't think he's been that bad this season um him him it's not a complete system change but it's just a slight tweak and it's obviously helping you out really I mean I don't we yeah. said it on here for weeks. We don't think you're as bad as like you are, as like the tables made you out to be. Obviously, you've had games in hand as well. I think you can really kick on now. Um, obviously, you just need to get Aguero back. You need to get Jesus back. Bear in mind how many COVID tests yeah. they had as well. By the way, and absolutely, obviously Chelsea. Yeah, we've well, had two more today. As Carson well. and who? Carson and Doyle. Oh no! Um, well, that's that's too. I did. Um, I did not actually that. Hey, just touched on it quickly. Like, do you think that? That's sustainable in every game because we, do you, I don't know if you've got that many goal scorers in the team anymore. Like obviously Aguero is so in, in and out of the team. Like well, you don't know what you're going to get with Jesus and Sterling. Like you know what Sterling can be. He'll just turn up one game and he'll like bang three in, and then another game and he'll be a barn door. But obviously you've got De Bruyne's creativity. Yeah. But then obviously with with Foden, he's he's a he's an attacking midfielder at the end of the day. He's not a winger. He's not a goal scorer. He does chip in, but he's not like a goal scorer. And obviously you've been playing like Ferran down the middle. Do you think? Do you think like against deep blocks all the time? You'll that's going to work. Obviously, you'll see because you've got some quite favourable fixtures over the next few weeks. Like, do you think you'll be able to break through every game? Like, do you think you've got enough? I honestly don't know. That's what my main concern, and that's what I was going to touch on as well. Is whether we can sustain score. Like, I I didn't expect us. I didn't expect any of our front three to score against Chelsea. I think I tweeted it before the game. I just I couldn't see it happening. Like. Foden always seems to get on the score sheet, but I never, something like in a big game, as much as I believe in him, it's what I just don't see him as our goal scorer. So that's why I didn't expect him to score. Sterling is, again, like you said, it just depends on what Sterling turns up. And then I don't don't know what Pep's doing with Aguero. He's been back fit for about two or three weeks now, and he's still not played it. I think he's got like. 
a couple of five, ten minute cameos at the end of the game. Um, I hope to see him tonight, but I'm not too sure. But it's just it's one of those we did struggle around September, October, and start of November. But now we're starting to sort of find out. I don't think Jesus is our primary goal scorer. Like I don't think he should be. I don't think he's a good enough finisher. Um, I don't know if any of you pay attention winner, to any of my tweets, but I've always left banged winger. on about. I love yeah, Jesus. I've always banged on about the fact that he's a well. left winger or because his work rate, his work rate, um, I think, complements it really well. Good defensively, very yeah. quick, skillful. A dribbler. He's a, he's a good finisher. He's not like an amazing he's just finisher. Not a great Are you just blessed with Aguero for like the um, last? Like time he's not an Aguero. Uh, yeah, place, but... <laughs> yeah, it's a big. Yeah, exactly. Big that's the thing. It's a, it's a big, very hard, difference, sorry. very hard role to fill. Um, but yeah, I, it's one of those because, like I said, I do prefer Sterling on the right, but he doesn't get as many goals. Um, but then, I st- if Aguero's out, I, I don't know. I, I don't really have a choice of strike because Ferran's good there. Um, I still I think I said this last week, but I'd like to see Delap give him far more of a chance than he does. Yeah, I'd like to see Delap give him more of a chance. He was he was named on the bench after he scored in the cup. Um he was given um a couple of games on the bench, but then he's just been like cast out since I don't really don't understand something that one at all. I think he can bring a different dimension to your attacks as said before. Especially yeah. in games where Especially you're nil nil one nil one nil up, you know, to hold up the play. And struggling to break them down. Or like De Bruyne, everyone uh, makes fun of him for being a crossing merchant, but that's that's one thing that annoys me because I don't think it's his preferred style. I think it's just. I feel like he hasn't even played in that this season, as you called it. Like he's played no. far deeper, which could also be why you've lacked more goals. He's played deeper and on the left, which could could also be why you've um, starved a bit more for goals. But yeah, I think I think the reason he's playing more on the left now is because that's where he tended to play more for Wolfsburg as well. Um, so he, that's his preferred like. With the four-two-three-one now, he's in the middle. He gets as much freedom as he wants. Probably interchange with Foden, so, and Aldo, right? Yeah, which is um, it's. I think that's one of our issues, to be honest. We don't have, and I've always said it. That's that's what I've loved about um, Klopp. He never changes team un- unnecessarily. Only, only if you got like injuries or people needed resting, you could name their starting eleven. Every week through the eighteen, nineteen, and nineteen twenty season, you couldn't name our starting eleven. You couldn't even name our starting front three. Yeah, it could be like um, one game. That's what's a massive thing: consistency. Like you've got Foden, who plays, who starts one every eight games. Then you've got Sterling, who's being played left wing half. To be fair, time. Sterling, Mares, then on the right, generally being your front three, or Ferran Torres coming in every now and again. Yeah, but then recently we've been changing. Yeah, Bernardo played against um, Chelsea and Southampton. He played against Chelsea. Um, Bernardo had two really good performances. I rate Bernardo Silva. I I really think he's a player who is slept on heavily now. I really liked him when he played Central that season. It's because people are so obsessed with goals. Yeah, very true. And they think because he's not got any. I saw someone compare Bruno's goals and yeah, assists like, what's the Bernardo's point? think they've either got the same or Bruno's got more but they're two completely different yeah. players like, it's, it's important like, like goals and assists but I think it's it needs context oh, yeah. in this modern well, era you can still have an impact on it the game it needs context otherwise. that's the most important thing for me yeah but, yeah 
people just do take stats out of context. One, one thing so I'm going to ask as well. Um, I remember like saying this to my parents and I just people in general um, with Man City. I, I think everyone always fears an attacking team far more than they fear a defensive team. So everyone's been like, oh, you haven't mm. been that great. But in actual fact, you've been just as good, except as you said, the roles have reversed to a defensive team compared to an attacking team. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we've particularly been bad this season. I just it's been the scoring goals. Um, we're fine in the Champions League, um, obviously against slightly weaker opposition. Um, I think we scored ten goals in our first four games. Um, but... You're still creating enough chances, I think. Like. I think you wasted. Yeah, you're still very wasted, uh, which is where getting someone like Holland yeah, in would really, 100%. really benefit you, hypothetically, obviously. I, I, I want happen. I want Holland or Martin. I like Martin. I said. I, said um, I don't know if he's. Uh, worth I don't know. Pay, I don't know if you um, listened, but I, I said I thought uh, Juan Felix would be a perfect fit for you. Yeah, you said that yeah. a few weeks ago. I think I've, I'd love him. Yeah. I, he's literally like I know I said Haaland and Martinez first, but Felix is my number one target because as much as like every City fan wants to get Messi, it's not really all, all really it's needed like, to be completely honest. But obviously having Messi would be unbelievable. No, he's, he's not needed. Same profile, I've, like, player. Yeah. you know, he's a Bernardo Silva type. Of, um, obviously not. <laughs> obviously the level, like, you know. <laughs> no, I know what profile, you mean though. Which, like well, right side yeah. central. I've, I think um, I just want to say as well, because yeah, um, we're recording this on Tuesday, no, Wednesday afternoon, just before the game uh, tonight, and we've covered United and City now. We'll move on to Arsenal shortly, my team. What are your school predictions for tonight? Because City play United in the Cup tonight. I thought it'd be good to just give it, give it a very brief touch on. Like, what are your school predictions? Um, mine are personally 2 City. Mine's 2-1 City. What about Ethan? I don't think I'm not. Can't say I'm confident. I reckon maybe a City win an extra time. I think we'll score. Maybe yeah. to, maybe it's an extra time. Uh, it goes no, it goes pens straight away. It goes straight, straight to pens. I think. Yeah. Oh, does it change yeah. for semis? Um, is it? I, I say it's a two-one. Well. I'm going to go a two-one Man United win. Love that. Interesting. 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 Ooh. And our final question. Probably. Oh wait, Matt. Oh yeah, for me. Three-one City. Three-one. Um and. Just to, yeah, I mean, it could be anything I don't even know, but a 3-1 or 2-1 city for me. But like, it all depends on lineup, and this is what I'll just ask real quick, just before we touch on this topic, because it's been on for quite a while. But, um, DeMille and Ethan, do you think you're going to rotate, like, hugely? Do you think you could play yeah, first team? We, we have to, we have to, we have to play first team. We got, a, we got a, I don't want to say easy, but easier FA Cup title weekend. So. Yeah, we have Watford. We can rotate. Oh, yeah. I think Watford, we rotate yeah. then. And then we have, we have to. Burnley. Probably best to just go we full strength. Fair enough. But, yeah. I think you have to try and prove a point. Yeah, yeah, this is your four semi-final. And you won't. If you lose this, that'll be four in a row. And you won't have got through any of them. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I think it's probably uh, time to change on to my team Arsenal. We got a huge win away from home. It stated we haven't won that since 2014, but I thought I'd just like to say before I guess that's up, <laughs> um, West Brom, they're embarrassingly bad. Like, I think the highlight for me is, um, I think it's when Ceballos did some good work, played a through ball through to Ceballos, like a chip one. Um, and literally the West Brom line, half of them were, um, like half of them were, were trying to play offside and the other half were just standing there. So Lacazette was by far on side, and then we could have scored, but it's a good save or 
drums at all. But yeah, anyways, I, I don't think there's going to be too much for me to talk on, to be completely honest. But yeah, um, I thought Saka was brilliant again. Um, really, really found his own on the right-hand side. Obviously, he's been pivotal and impeccable wherever he's played, but this right-wing position really does suit him, getting goal involvement in pretty much every time he's played there. Um, Lacazette, I'm really pleased to see him playing very well. Aubameyang, Oh, I love Lacazette. I've I've always been a like I've, Lacazette for me has always been a player. Who's, not that he's not tried, it's just he's not been good enough. But I, w- I always want to yeah. see him find form, but he still should be sold to be honest because I don't want to. I just don't think his form is sustainable. Oh, you would you rather sell Both. him or Aubameyang? Yeah, I mean, well, Aubameyang realistically just has market value. I think we could get probably similar to what we paid for him just because of his goal scoring records and. You know, like his records everywhere, basically in the Bundesliga and Prem how, level. I'm sure fifty million plus. How much did you? Uh, how much did you pay for the three-year deal? Was about fifty, I think fifty-two, fifty-three. I was going to say forty would probably be fair because he's quite not old, but he's yeah, getting there. That's true, he? but I think just because he's scoring records, he is an elite striker in modern day times. So it would be understandable if a team. Where did he go, do you And then, um. Barcelona wanted him. I don't know if they will now, anyways. Uh, yeah, they're in a bit of shambles at the moment. Um, who even else? Inter wanted him, but they got Lukaku and the Toro, so maybe if they lost one, they love getting old players. They might friends, lose Martinez. So. So. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, Batman is a weird one. His body language, it makes it hard to defend, but he should have scored one or two. But yeah, and then, as I said, Lacazette was great. Um, the defense, I'm seeing people gas it up. Like, come on, it's really. I think it's really good for games like West Brom and Brighton. But if we play a fast attack like Palace, we're getting absolutely ripped apart. Um, and Tierney, yeah, we, he was brilliant. Bellerin, good to see him getting some form going again. Very good. And yeah, other than that, Snow was <laughs> fun, but it was just great thing. <laughs> <laughs> great things and great goals especially that second one that team goal yeah that, that was a very good goal yeah. can I just ask you though what um, like not where you want to or whatever where do you think you're going to finish now like, obviously you're, you're in a bit better form relegation talk is whatever like that was never going to happen anyway but like where, where do you think you're going to finish now like if I this this is a really hard question because of the shape of the league so I could say oh I think we finish fourth and we join from 10th, or I could say I think we finish 8th and we join from 4th, or like five, three points behind. So if I, was, if I had to say something, I'd probably say between 6th and 8th, probably like 7th, I'll just go in the middle. I'd probably just say about 7th because our squad isn't how sustainable, you know, Smith Rowe's an injury prone player, he's crucial to us. If we could get someone like Buendia in the transfer window, that would be huge. Our window depends on it. Uh, Thomas Party coming back as well is really huge. So realistically, by the end of the season, as funny as it is, we could be a top four team. But the likelihood is, I don't think our squad is quite there yet. I think it'll, it'll be like a, between sixth and eighth. I really. feel like you could say that about every team though. Like we could, we could still finish outside the top four, but we also could still win the league. Like Easily. there's so much uncertainty at the moment. Like it's, I don't think that's why it's such a hard. Yeah, it's just, yeah. No consistent. Top four, like, but you're not saying you will, but you definitely could. Like. It's, honestly, like this league, 
It could change. It could change that all of a sudden, but like we're three points behind Chelsea and Place City battered them because I wanted. I, I was hoping for a higher goal difference because then we'd be closing. <laughs> on them, but, you know, three one will do. Um, but yeah, no, I was just <laughs> happy to see City win because if because realistically, three points behind City, I don't really care because we're not going to catch City. They're three games in hand and three points yeah. behind us already. Chelsea, whereas they've been really, really bad, and I don't think. They're going to sack Lampard um, until that like, end of the season, unless these things get really bad. Actually, because we didn't, we just focused on City before. They are in an awful run, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. One one, one extra thing... Chelsea. Uh, completely forgot to really go on about that. One extra Chelsea with Lampard. Players. I mean, Chelsea's balls are ruthless, aren't they? I mean, I. You can't really. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see that much yeah. time. No, it's a club legend as well. Like it's a really painful one for Chelsea fans to see. Not that idol per se, but one of the like, best players in recent times to play for the club. I feel, like, I feel like they sacked Mourinho twice, who's their best ever manager. Like, what if 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 they, they sack, pulled, if, if they're going to sack Mourinho? Just... What they sacked him in? What was it? Two thousand and seven, after he won the league. Like, he did a back to back like eighteen months before. I think if they had no hesitation sacking Mourinho, I don't think they'll have any hesitation sacking Lampard. Yeah, that that is true. It's just it just feels a bit. I don't know. I think the. I think they want Lampard to succeed. I think they saw Mourinho succeed and then when he dropped off, it was like, yeah, he's past it now. Whereas with Lampard, I think they still kind of have faith in him, which I know some Chelsea fans don't. Um, but it's it's just one of those, like, it's a bit of a kick in the teeth if you go out and back someone as heavily as they did and then um, sack him six months later because then you're going to have to go well, out. The question, I, I don't quite think the squad is even as good as Chelsea fans think. Like someone like Kante, I don't, I really Definitely don't think he's like the best player. Like everyone says, like he was dreadful against Arsenal, dreadful against City, dreadful last few games. He got a good few game patch going as well, but I've never really. So obviously, his Leicester season was great. Funny first game Chelsea, I rated him, but well, I just think Chelsea said... have a lot of players who aren't playing well enough to. You know, yeah, you said that they back Lampard though, but I'd love to know who sanctioned those signings because it's clear that it's like it's like a jigsaw with all different pieces that doesn't go together. If, like, and it reminds me yeah. of the Van der Beek situation, yeah. except it's, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's with like five different players. And I think obviously, I feel like Lampard's a bit of a different situation to like other managers under pressure. But like, is there anything he's doing right at the moment? Because if you look at if you look at their squad. And like, if you look at the players um, they have, the last formation you'd want to play is the one he's playing right now, and I just don't get it because, as much as people want to force this narrative that Kante is good as a lone DM because he's a higher rate CDM on FIFA, but he's not. He can't play as a lone DM. Everyone laughed at him, but he was spot on. Like he needs to, if when he plays in a he's partner, too, he's best. When he's a lone DM, he's too he's slow on the ball as well to move. Yeah. And then if you if you played an yeah. actual number ten, like you could not yeah. progressive. either get the best out of Kai Havertz or you could play Mason Mount further forward, which means you'd get more goals. I love like I still think like playing Mount is completely fair enough. Like a lot, I rate him high. And I think he offers a lot. Yeah, but, I think, but again, Mount you could, just, you could get more out of him. I think you could get more out of him as well as getting more out of Kante. I feel like Mount could play anywhere, yeah, but he can, I, I know for sure he can't play on the wing. So if they do go to a double pivot, you cannot play him on the left or right. You could play him in the middle. This, you could play him in number this 10. This is the... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's a bit of a tough thing then. for him as well. But then He's not he going to play in like a... I don't think he'd play in a secondary pivot role. I don't think, I think he could. All. He wouldn't... It wouldn't... He could. He has, he has the uh, yeah. athleticism it, for it. I don't think it'll get the best out of him. I just don't... 
Balin could be wasted as well. Like he has some good, he's very good attacking attributes to him. Even if he hasn't scored like overly too many goals for Chelsea, but yeah, um, I, I, if I were a Chelsea fan as well, I'd be livid if Hudson Odoi wasn't playing yeah. like next game. He's been a real bright spark for Chelsea, and Ziyech I thought was very useless against Man City. He was well, poor. So he was, I agree. Mean, he was very poor. He's another player who it feels like they're just. Was, I know. We just no, no, I'm not going to be too judgmental. Actually, go, go, going going back to just, um, going back to Hudson Odoi. Talking about right wing issues for Man United, yeah. I'd happily take him at United. Like, yeah, like, Unfortunately, that I strongly doubt. Yeah, it's very unlikely. But yeah, 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 I'm not saying it'll happen. But I'm just saying he was very close. He's to a lot. Time, the thing is, it? you know, the whole young who's the best youngster in the Premier League, or whatever, or who's up there. Uh, I agree mm. with that, but a lot of the time, it's, it's like the players who get the ability to play or the opportunity to play. Sorry, they get called up there. So remember, people were calling Jones up there. Obviously, Saka, um, Greenwood, obviously, when he started doing very well. Like, it's all about who actually plays, which obviously sounds like an obvious thing to say. But, like, because of how reactionary modern-day fan bases are, when a player stops playing for ages, people forget how good they are. Yeah, but then you could also, like Foden, for example. You could also say that yeah. Hudson Doyle made his debut in what 2017. And Hudson He's been around for a long and time he's... now, and like I know and he's been absolutely killed with injuries. He, yeah, I suppose so. But he's he's though. had the chance. So really, he's done all right, but I don't know. Too fair. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's not, he's not, not like like um, I don't know about that. I don't think that's true at all. I think whenever he's played, he was great when he came on against us to his cameo. He was very good when he... I mean, he came on against... Does he came on against City? Or, he came yeah, on... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He came on and scored. Scored a few men. He just looks like a real bright spark. I think he played against West Brom as well. We got that nice goal, bit of uh, interchange yeah. play. It's just... He needs to, for Is me, that... be a permanent starter and go down. Like, Lampard needs to go down... More the root of how we're doing things at the moment. I feel but is like there a problem? Is, is there a problem with Hudson Odoi himself? Yes. Because he gets rated so highly. Anything I've ever heard about him, whether it comes from outside the club, inside the club, so yeah, he's the best in training. He's, well, he's the best technical player there. He, di- he didn't play under Maurizio Sarri. Um, fair enough. Didn't didn't suit him. So they got rid of Sarri, and everyone thought fr- he played a three back. To but be fair, fair enough, like, they they got in Frank Lampard, time, right? Didn't have a playthrough played the youth at Derby and you know like it's meant to play the youth at he's come in he's played Mason Mount like every, pretty much every game he's played look, look who he's played by the way he's, he's, dropped, three his, back he's dropped the club captain now for James. James why do you think he's playing these young players but he's still not playing Hudson Odoi like is it it's, it's confusing it's, like, it's Hudson Odoi I don't think he's overrated because every time I watch him he's brilliant but I always used to he think he was overrated good, but like they make him out to be because if the like two or three managers haven't played him now I don't, I, I don't get he's it. He's a real spark. Was he injured last season? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at points, he was. He got... Oh, yeah, no, he, he got injured in was, the was Europa League finals, game. No, no, wasn't it a warm-up game before the cup final? He played... He played... I've just got... I've got I the names so. up now. He played... Yeah. They played a friendly before might, the cup oh, final. I think it was. And they, I think it was. I thought that was off the Wasn't that lost to streak? One of them. I know they both got injured. That was lost to streak. I've looked numbers now. and He played 22 games in the Premier League last season with seven starts. So that... I mean, that's sort of shows he was fit for like a part of the season how depleted they were last season yeah, but they didn't, especially with Pulisic they didn't, out when he yeah, they, 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 they didn't have half they, they didn't, didn't have half the forward options they did last season yeah they, like, and he wasn't he wasn't getting in another another thing I really another thing I really don't understand I just want to touch on real quick when I was talking about the youth and you said why is Anthony Doyle not playing I'll never understand Tamori 
I really rate him as a defender. I think he's a, like, a competent player, a bit rash, positioning needs some work. But he just opts to play bums like Christensen over him who aren't going to improve. Like, he played for the He played in the cup, didn't he? Christensen played against Villa. He played against Villa. I just don't understand why Tamori's so. Tamori's so far down the path. Zuma, people think, is unbelievable. Zuma's better than Tamori, though. When in actual fact, I don't think that. I don't think so at all. I don't think you can. I don't think you can really doubt this. I'd say Thiago Silva and Zuma probably is the best. Best. Um, Silva, definitely. I think. I think you're being a bit harsh. I think. I think Zuma is. Yeah. I think. Zuma. I think that's. I don't think that's the problem. I just think it's the midfield and front three, and it's not that he's necessarily the players because like Kante is a good player, like as poor as he is at the moment. Werner's a good player. Ziyech's a good player, but they're just not like being used correctly, and like it's just. Like I said at the start of this topic, it's just like a jigsaw that doesn't work. And it's not easy also when things are going bad, as I found out with our loss, when our, uh, we went on a really bad run. It's not easy for players to step up, bar like the youth players who have a point to prove. It's not easy to, you know, lift the spirits of the team. Do you reckon tomorrow, so some players like tomorrow you'll push for a move then? I think you'll have a load in January. I, I rate him a lot. Him like, my point... Was it West Ham? Everton. Everton. Uh, yeah, yeah. By the way, my point isn't about Zuma either. Like, I don't think he's that great anyways, defensively. But that's not the point. It's the fact how far down, like, Tamori is. In Especially because I don't really understand in, it. Was like, it. With Lampard at Derby as well, it is a weird one. player of the season at Derby over, yeah. um, over yeah. Mason very, and Harry Wilson. So. Very confusing one. But, yeah, anyway, it's probably time to wrap up that discussion and uh, move on to... Tay's favourite team, Liverpool, which are in a bit of a bit of a bit of a bad run. I wish, I wish we could just play. I wish we could uh, play the voice note. If any of you follow him on Twitter, <laughs> the voice note from out oh, of the game. It, it was absolutely. Oh, I would honestly recommend going on his Twitter <laughs> and looking at it for a more heated. Hey, yeah. do you want to plug your Twitter? Uh, well, so it's just it one B tech on the floor. It's quite a big part of my life. It doesn't. I rarely. I'm going to go quite deep here, guys. So <laughs> I rarely let it make me oh, angry. Yeah, it can ruin my day. And if we lose on like an early Saturday, it can ruin my whole weekend. But this was the first time since, I don't know, maybe since Brendan Rodgers was here, that I was holding back the tears watching the game as it was going on. I could just, my eyes were burning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't watch this. My attention span's not very good. It's because there wasn't, there wasn't even There's any no like, positive it's signs. It's all the same. Like, honestly, honestly, I'm going to be completely honest with you, right? I've never seen a more robotic team honestly, than against Southampton. It was so you got to You got to a good area. You got to a good area, right? You just cross. Hang on. It's a PG podcast, isn't like, it? So, yeah, okay. Yes. Right. Yeah, we've got to keep it PG. But, yeah. I was, yeah, I was watching it, and you know, I don't know if you boys, I don't really, I'm not, not that it matters, but I don't really cry a lot. Um, when when I was watching the game, I could feel the tears. You can well, cry, not, bro. Don't worry, we're all here. And the tears were like hurting my eyes, and I just knew like the penalty that didn't happen, which I don't care about because we shouldn't have to be relying on a penalty anyway. We've had one shot on target. Like, oh, Matt, I'm sorry, I'm getting angry again. But That's you think like, you nope. think after Newcastle, yeah, Carlo <laughs> played well. Four shots. Get four this shots on the voice target, note, yeah. someone. You think okay, yeah, we'll bounce back. Obviously, we played West Brom before that one shot on target. You think oh, we bounce back against Newcastle? No. So like we scored in the last what three games? We scored one goal. We've just got a goal in over two and a half hours now, right? And it's not good enough. <laughs> I just, Honestly, 
Honestly, if you want if you want points against Liverpool, hope individual points for them get that's them out it, or just play a deep it, block. Right, because you've got you've got Klopp, who, who I said, and I'll, I'll back this. I, I love him, you know. He's like he's up there with like my dad. who's like loves men in the world, right? But okay, nice. Didn't need to know that much. Man, the man needs to. The man needs a little little oh, shake no, up it's, unless we're relying on dis- decisions or, or like moments of brilliance he can't change a game he brought like he brought on james milner over minamino like that that makes me sick. Like against west brom even you were one nil up after individual brilliance as i was saying you should have easily just made it two nil and it's lights out but you saw how honestly i don't care how good west brom played that day yeah, but that's you saw how enough. bad they we were have, we have one one shot on target however like... good we are it doesn't matter and like i said in my voice note the other day against um southampton which we like to think we're perfectionists yeah they pass the ball around the box and when manny has it in the box try and cross try and to pass it. Just shoot man i couldn't you believe what i was watching it's like you remember when city i think it was against united when gundogan took the ball away and tried to cross it into like a teammate but you did that every single time. Well, the one that stuck out for me, the one that stuck out for me is it was right at the end of the game. I think it might have been an injury time. I know it's Robertson, but Robertson got in the box. He should have shot. And he should yeah, have all, shot. all these. Oh yeah, he tries to cross. Like, oh my oh, god! No, 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 yeah. no. You... Oh, it makes me sick. Yeah, no, the most embarrassing got. thing. I think this is what you're talking about. But when they get a corner and they're literally the last kick of the game, and they play it short, what are you doing? Oh, just lump it in the a, box. I've got a, um, I've got a big, big agenda against uh, short corners. I could not. That that tip to that. Tip, yeah, they're awful. The I don't. It's like a FIFA thing where you pass it short and you start ball rolling and skilling. Well, no, in real life, if you pass it short, what are you actually doing? Like, you get a touch for an angle, but then defenders are more prepped for it anyway. It's like, you're not, you're not getting the players yeah. um, Starting off, I thought Alisson, other, other than his moment, moment of madness, James Ward, 40 yards out, I thought he, he was okay. He didn't really have much to do. <laughs> I think he was in no man's land for the goal. Yeah, but that brings me on to the next player. Trent, you're an embarrassing Trent. Honestly, like, how are you asleep in the first minute of a game? What is wrong with you? Like, it's just, it's just fame gone to your head or something, like winning the league. Just switch on and play football rather than just losing the ball 38 times. You need to sign a right back, to be honest, just to, as I said, competition. I think I said this last week. No right back is going to sign for us. No right back is going to sign for us, and we just signed Nico Williams to a five-year deal. So that's not going to happen. Like we, we won't even buy a centre back. No, really. Why would we buy a right back when we've already got two? We won't even buy a centre back, and we've got none. Oh God! I oh, just that's, that's listen, mate. James Pitt. And it's just not happening. I haven't seen like any There's concrete nothing. rumor to a defender, and we're in the sixth of January, and I that's said quite worrying. Weeks ago, we're not going to sign anyone. And it's like, oh, these rumours, yeah, we might, we might, but we're not. And I don't think the game was lost on the, on the defenders. To us. The first goal was sloppy, but but we can we can because um, um, we're allowed to your predictability. We're allowed to do That's that at the time the season. But when we're not scoring at the same time, with you know the best front three in the world, that you know it's like what what we're gonna do? Like that they're, they're, they're awful. Like I feel bad for Mane as well. To be fair, I think, but like I prefer Salah to Mane. But I think Mane has been like trying really hard, like trying to. But... Well, yeah, Mane. Mane I was going to say, I think Mane's, Mane's been trying than anyone to be honest. I don't know even if even on their bad games, Mane's bad games are better than Salah's bad games. Salah's bad games is honestly like like shoving someone's fucking corpse up front. Yeah. 
It's honestly so bad. <laughs> like, he's just... He, he falls <laughs> over the ball. He misses one-on-ones. He doesn't press and he can't defend either. And when you've got Trent and Salah on one side... Wait, are we Salah, talking about again? Like, when, like, when you've got Trent and Salah on Hello. one side and then Oxlade-Chamberlain on the right side of that midfield and I haven't forgot about you, Alex. You're a shambles as well. Um, <laughs> Uh, viewers, uh, sorry, listeners. listeners He's saying this in time, they're going to be watching absolute, this. This guy's just, you know, uh, allowed. No, he's obviously, <laughs> I, I don't really have to say, I don't really get angry again. He's uh, had me heated, like, so uh, angry. And Luke's also saying Chamberlain, he's, uh, why do we pay £40 million pounds for him? Yeah, £40 and, million. Matt, mate, I don't want to hear it, when we first signed him, he was good. <laughs> he, he, he... No, but he dropped a stinker the week no, before. He so that's why he paid £4 million. He can put multiple positions and stuff, that's fine. And he scored some big goals for us in the Champions League. But I don't know what he does. He doesn't know when to recycle. He's not a box-to-box. He can't do the killer pass. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a box-to-box. He's <laughs> not a defensive. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Not, of. Honestly, I think... I, I think I just think James Milner. Right just get it. I was about to say that. He's a quicker, he's a quicker shooting honestly, James. If we just Milner. swapped him and Trent round, I think it would benefit both of them. <laughs> I think Trent just needs to get dropped and don't think Klopp has to be going to Yeah, Milner right back. No, obviously you're not going to be able to, but I'm saying, like, oh my God. even if you had anyone, so like, stop it. you're not going to be able to. Milner, oh, he brought on Milner, yeah. Um. This is also, this also goes to the really bad, like, <laughs> squad planning for the future. Like, Trent now. He's got no reason. Like he can drop stinker after stinker, but he's still on the first name. Well, yeah, because team. he's the, because he's one of our better Why, players. Like you know, like, he's gonna he's gonna start. Of course, he's start. Like, I, I don't know if it's few, it, you still. Yeah, when you're having a bad run. Like I think yeah. I think a player like Yota again can win us that type of game. Who's injured? Who we brought in in the summer? I don't think. That was the most. That was some of the worst man management I've ever seen. Yeah, when what Klopp is he doing against his full strength? He's a bum. In the most meaningless. I said he's a man. Like, he's a man of pride. He likes to win every game, but it's just what. Yeah, like, but, like, but but the Carabao Cup. There's just got to be some times where you accept that losing is the greater goal. Overlapping because it doesn't work. Like it just doesn't work. Well, no. yeah, but at least, at least now you're seeing what we've all said for the past two years. That's your tactic. If we're winning, which we were. So, just when it yeah, stops working, so like, okay, because every team, insane, every team has bad form, yeah. But oh, I just, I can't do it. Like, I just wanted to ask you, thing, yeah. like, one of, um, oh, yeah, about Trent. I saw a lot of your fans sort of saying, like, yeah, like he's completed football because he what? He's he's 21 now. He's 22. 21. 22. So age of 22, he's he's played for his country multiple times. He's reached semi-finals of a tournament. I know that's not like a massive achievement, but he's won the Premier League Champions League. Do you think he's got too big for his boots? Uh, no, I don't know what his problem is. I don't think that's it. I know he has just come off an injury, and I'm not gonna. I, I don't. I don't know. It's just everyone has bad form. Like, let's. I'm. I'm angry. I, I'm angry, yeah, but let's not let's let's not pretend. I think he's just trying to be able to drop. No, no, no I know. No, none no, of you no. are saying that. He's but brilliant, but sometimes like, dropping he, players. Sometimes dropping yeah, but who's doesn't bring it. Who do? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the point no, that's, of that's, dropping a player is okay. to, to add competition. If you're adding James Milner to the squad, you're absolutely just downgrading the team. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. I think Liverpool need like a right back. Oh, yeah, but they won't get one. This is just a bit of a general point. It's not really to do with anyone in particular, but I think everyone's January transfer decides yeah, what happens and like. 
usually January transfers uh, just a bonus, but I think this one for everyone, everyone's in it as well. Crucial because if Liverpool had a centre back, they can have more consistency. If their attackers can get that scoring, if we had a left back and maybe um, another striker, I don't think we'll sign a striker in January. We we don't have a left back. to be fair like just talking about what teams could talk guys want to let us know um, if that's something you want to see because I'm sure that's also if anything you agree or disagree with so far in this podcast just tweet us mate if if you're still here after that tea tea tea, um, tea shouting on yeah to be fair that's surely that's going to get me if a lot of people see it uh, yeah, dis- but hang on, we should put a disclaimer. Yeah, quite angry. What to say? Do you want me to sit and be like, "Yeah, it was a little bit disappointing," you know? <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. It was awful to watch, and it has been. <laughs> nah, I respect it. My eyes to watch. I, like, I, I don't want to sit and be like, yeah, "Oh, it's okay," you know, um, like like the Red Men TV. Oh, we're still going to win the league, or uh, three points clear at Christmas. I snap your hand off. No, I'm going to tell the truth, and we haven't been good enough. So and that's it. And I don't know if we're going to get good enough. Me saying yeah, we're good enough is not going to do um, anything. Klopp's not going to listen to this and go, right, boys, we've got to step it up a level now. <laughs> need to get it off my yeah, chest. unfortunately. Say, unfortunately you saying this isn't going to do anything. I hope he sends some changes for you. But, yeah, anyways, uh, we'll spend a while on that one, I think. It's probably right to talk about the game which happened at Spurs, where they just were too good for Leeds, ultimately. And played their their normal way, really. Uh, Ethan, I, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to big myself up a little bit. But if you go and listen to my prediction from the last uh, podcast, I did sort of sort of predict the way this game would go. I did think I did think Leeds would score, but I think it was quite obvious that Spurs were going to win this game. They were going to hit them on the break, and they didn't create any. Play no, they, Leeds, really, yeah, they had that Bamford, but none of but Spurs did their job. Know. Like they scored some good goals. Like the ball from Kane to Son was spectacular, and Kane is just. He's the real deal, like right I think Son is the like Son, like his movement. Yeah, of Kane's course, but so they've still easier. both got to do it. Kane puts that in that space, and oh no, Kane is exceptional. And I think um, so impressive how he does it, but it's just unbelievable how clinical Son is. I saw he's like what outperforming like miles for like a XG, long time now, and but, like, I, I didn't previously miles, rate him so highly, but I think it is time to put a little bit of respect on his name. I don't think he's quite up there as one of the best in I the think... world in his position. But I'd say you, who's this? Uh, son, but you you could you could probably I'd uh, say, human you, say he's world class now. Well, like, on the form he is, he is in. Yeah, I think I think it's also important the fact to no disrespect or anything. I think yeah, this will be by far it'll, it'll surpass his best goal tally. Like half I think it's season. important to factor it in because people forget about you know what other players have done and then say Son is way better than, for example, like I saw people say Son's better than Mane and like the best winger in the league or whatever, and it's like. He's been Son's been one of the best this season, hundred percent. You know, but with Son now, you've got to pretty much put the world class tag on him. I think that's fair enough. I think he was very inconsistent before, but his consistency this season, as well as as well as his consistency last season, I think does put him up there now. And Spurs, it's a weird one with them because I don't quite think they've got enough to win the league, but they're obviously going to be in the top four race, and they're now in the cup final as well, and they'll play the. Manchester United or Manchester City and I think especially if they're it's a, City if it's City I think team. the way Spurs play will play to their strengths like they did last time against City I think they'll have a good chance of winning it Will it though? Because I feel like City changed up like they are still they gonna, after, like, City will still dominate the ball though won't they? Like, like that's when Laporte played and Laporte I feel like he just 
seems to make errors in big games like that. Like, I've used the rating very high, but he seems to make errors in games like that. Whereas when they're having Diaz and stuff, I think they'll be way more defensively sound and they won't be as naive as Maybe. Before, but, but, and um, obviously, Pep is a I mean, expert. I don't even know if City are going to be in yeah. it yet, but I mean, yeah, Spurs in there. First cut final. I don't think it's the most. Yeah, if I hope City are just. I don't I think it's the most glamorous run. I mean, they got by a draw with Chelsea and a win on pens and two Championship teams. But if people want to call Mourinho a winner, that's their job. None of my business. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not gonna, yeah, exactly. But anyway, probably probably better. Uh, pretty much round up with the last last topic. Um, Wolves versus Brighton. I wouldn't really touch on too many smaller games. Not smaller games per se, but non Big Sixteen. Um, but in, me- in memory of Joe, in memory, um, not dead. W- Wolves, <laughs> <you're> not, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, um, you know. Anyways, uh, Wolves played uh, Brighton. It was a pretty entertaining three-three draw. But I think Wolves are so incapable at the moment. Like the players they have, the fact that size is their biggest threat probably should tell you everything you need to know about. I feel them like it's been a transition season for them, and we actually talk about Wolves quite a bit on the pod and. They've got a lot of players yeah. injured or not playing well, and I think it's well, they're probably you know, should mount mid table this year. And they desperate, they desperately need a striker in January, well, and they've been linked to a lot of strikers. So like they can see their game. Eddie, 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 Eddie. I just think like their squad's way better than a mid table finish, especially their attack. So Pedro Neto, obviously, I absolutely love. Cadence is very, very good. Fabio Silva just needs them product and Adama Traore I rate very very highly and then keep do better at a big 16 it's being a bit a bit slapped on at the moment but yeah I just, I just think they're over, underperforming massively at the moment and that's cause for concern for Wolves fans to be honest and I just think even when they went 3-1 up they never looked convincing um, like Dan Byrne obviously got skinned numerous amounts of times from Adama but yeah just None of it felt convincing when I was watching Wolves, which for a team how Wolves usually play, it should be quite a convincing side to protect the lead. But I just think Nuno's stubbornness to for in-game management and just just not not doing Wolves any no, favours. Yeah, I, I doubt even Nuno. It's it. a weird one. I think a lot of their fans are not turning on him, but starting to doubt him a little bit. And it's understandable when they're flipping formations all the time. You never know what's going to come out. Like one week they'll create loads, one week they'll create nothing, one week they'll be really solid, one week they'll shit three goals. They're quite an inconsistent team and I think it's, they're just going to have to set up for a mid-table finish and recruit and go again, I think. Obviously, they've lost some important players in the next to injury. Jota, gone. Oh, at what point does the... At what point does the rebuilding process end? Well, I don't though? think it's really even really started yet. I think they've got to, they've got to change from this like counter-attacking not part of the bus, but pragmatic style, I think, to sort of a more front foot forward thinking style. And like, if you look at their back four for Saturday, you've got, yeah. um, I, I Nori, who is a good player, but he's very young. And like, he's well, not, he, I don't he, know if he's again, a he was bought back, and he's put a fullback. Semedo, who's very suspect defensively a lot of the time. Yeah. Saeed, who was a former midfielder. Cody, who was a former midfielder and used to a back three but that, I'm, I'm talking about that back three if he did on play. Saturday that was their back or three on Saturday oh um, really Bolly also it's it, it's clear that they haven't quite got the players to play that way and like they've obviously they need Johnny back they, but they've obviously they've really obviously built their squad around the five back and they can't quite convert into the four back as smoothly as they'd want so I think that comes down to they've got a yeah Sign a few more players, but quickly on Brighton before we wrap up, I just wanted to touch on them. Um, they've somehow still only won two games in the league, which is mad because they 
win on XG every week, and they always seem to play well but never win. Like, I think <laughs> they didn't look very. I, I don't think they didn't look that. Down. Like I wasn't that scared of them when we played down, them. Like, I'm pretty sure they actually. Aren't they fourth in XG? Could, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's for there. I, I think they'll have enough stay up, and I actually do rate Potter as a manager. But it's just not really. It's not really coming up from right if now. If they get a good striker, then they can. They can do stuff, but until then, that's, I think that's about it, really, for Brighton. You guys got anything else to say with any club? Any club we haven't mentioned? We've pretty much covered everything, I mean. I think that's about, that's about it, really, to be honest. But, yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for listening. We always appreciate the support. Hope you guys are keeping well within this pretty strange, constant Stay pandemic. Safe. But, yeah, thanks for listening. And, yeah, don't forget to follow Big Six Pod on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening, really.